do talk about the idea that like when you look like a million bucks, you feel like a million bucks. Right. And it literally has ripple effects in like every area of your life. Like mm -hmm. it affects whether you're gonna ask that cute girl out at you know the bar or it's gonna affect whether you ask your boss for a raise. It's the final rose tonight. This is the final rose tonight. This is the final rose tonight. Can I steal him for a second? Can I steal him for a sec? Can I steal him for a sec? The Basic Bachelor Podcast with Emma and Kristen, where we recap all things basic and all things Bachelor. Hi, Megan. Hey, Kristen. And hi, guys. Welcome to the Basic Bachelor Podcast, where we chat all things basic and all things Bachelor. But you know what today means? It's ba basic chat day, so we're not really talking about Bachelor. <laughs> um, but today, guys, I'm so excited about my guest today. Em and I have been talking about her for literally weeks now, about how genius her whole platform is. She is the founder of Style Girlfriend, a blog and shopping service helping guys look, feel, and act their best. Y'all, welcome Megan Collins. Oh, my God. What a good intro. <laughs> I'm going to have you go ahead of me in rooms from now on. Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, that's what they it. used to do always. Yeah. Like, I don't understand where that guy's job like Someone went. needs a trumpet. Like, yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't know what my intro would be. It would just be what we just said 20 <laughs> minutes of whatever. Um, but thanks for coming on the pod today. Yes. I told you I was really nervous because I'm not, I haven't really watched The Bachelor since season one. So oh my gosh. I'm super happy for you to catch me up or at least tell me why I'm supposed to be watching it because right. uh, I don't get it. Um, well, we just finished Bachelor in Paradise, which have you watched any of the Bachelor in Paradise at all? No. Okay. So they bring on like the people that didn't win both on The Bachelor and The Bachelorette. And then they all just date each other. And it's just complete chaos for about six weeks. Do they have like challenges? Like, is it like real world? Road no, there's challenge? no challenges. It's just kind of like everyone tries to date each other and they kind mm. of challenge each other because men are silly. And then they go on dates and people get kicked off and people are like, they'll be dating for two weeks and someone else will come in because they'll, they'll gradually send more men or more women in each week. Okay. And some people, times people are like, oh, actually, never mind. I like her or I like him better. Wait, but and then how just do people ship. get kicked off? Like they can um, only have so many people on right. the island. So like, it'll be, it'll be um, male dominant one week. So it'll be maybe seven guys and there'll be 10 women that week. Okay. So at and the end, they have a rose out? ceremony. And the men shoot, like, give a rose, and then the oh. three girls that didn't get a rose leave. And then the next week, it'll be women have the power, and they'll send men in, and there'll be too many men and not enough women, and then the men will go home. So it's slightly egalitarian in that oh, way. Oh, yeah. Uh huh. Oh, it's crazy. But, and usually I really like Bachelor in Paradise, but this season was a little rough. Why? I think a lot of people really didn't like it. Um, I think because everyone's eyes are opening to, you know, how slow sometimes ABC can be on the whole f feminism and women and the Me Too movement, and we've kind of had some some rough guys on the on the show the past few seasons now. We've had and a few scandals. What season is it into? That was like Bachelor in Paradise Five, right? I think. And then this this new Bachelor season, I want to say he's like twenty four. Bachelor twenty four, twenty five. Okay. And he's like the same age as that. He's twenty four, twenty five. <sighs> he might be twenty six. Sure. But all the women that they're announcing are like twenty three to twenty four. Yeah, and they're all like dental hygienists, right? <laughs> yeah, probably. Or like, oh, what is it? One one girl is like a New York Knicks cheerleader. Sure, of course. Um, but also some kind of like blogger situation. Um, I know some other girls are just from middle of nowhere, or whatever, just trying to win a virgin's heart because the new bachelor is a virgin. Oh boy, uh, it's, it's Brett Kavanaugh. Is that he's the new bachelor? Oh no, sorry, he's not anymore. <laughs> uh, but just for a long time. Oh um, uh, yeah, right. So that's really interesting. So what is it that makes you, <laughs> again, in sort of the Me Too moment that mm -hmm. we're in? 
What makes you feel like this isn't awful for women? Right. I know. We've had a few emails, emails, interviews, not even the same word, um, on the podcast with um, some other women about who think that you can still be a feminist and in the Me Too movement and still watch The Bachelor. Totally. I, I, um, my uh, cousin, who is a writer for Jezebel, like, mm-hmm. str- you know, one of the smartest, strongest women I know, she loves all of the Housewives franchises. Yeah. And she's like explained it to me before, but like, I guess, yeah, I haven't heard about sort of that uh, for The Bachelor, like what the defense is there. Right. Because I, I believe mean, there is one. There's smart women that like the show. I get yeah, it. Yeah. I mean, I know that for me personally, I'm not saying in terms of Emma or any other woman who watches The Bachelor, I like to watch it for the women, not necessarily the lead. Um, or the guys, you know, it's just the, well, that, the dudes like, are kind of a snooze sometimes. Oh, right? always. Well, the leads are always usually the boring part of the show. Yeah. You're there to watch the contestants kind of like fight it out. And I think part of it for me is kind of educational of me kind of discovering my own opinions on people and other people and, and things that people kind of that I don't agree with, but I still want to respect them and give them their chance. But then there are times where I'm like, nope, this is a definitely a hard line for me. And I don't know, this season was a little hard with some of the guys and some of their their, their scandals that they brought out. Um, it was definitely a hard time, I think, for some yeah, of like the, the women. Yeah, like the guy that won was like a bad dude, right? And yeah. won, I mean, quote unquote, that's such a Yeah, the guy term. that ended up, the first scandal of the season ended up winning. And I think a lot of people are struggling because they, they want kind of ABC to catch up a little bit. But we also have to remember that there are people that are on that side too. And Unfortunately, the television company has to play to that market as well. But let's all figure that out. We need to push forward a little bit. It's 2018. But then people are also arguing, you know, there's 25 people dating one man. What did you expect? (laughs) And I was like, okay, you're right. So I guess is your take on it then? Like, I would never be on it, but I like watching it. Like, is that kind of like, are, are, are right. viewers just able to separate themselves and say like, well, I'm not like those people, but I like watching them like the same way that I'm not a monkey, but I like going to the zoo. Probably. But I'm is. sure that's, okay. I'm sure that's part of it for a lot of people. I couldn't do it just cause I wouldn't want to be around. I wouldn't want to date a guy with 25 other people. Why not? Um, that just, I just wouldn't, that I would, I would, I would just hate being around that many women at once. <laughs> like mm. I can't, that's a lot of difficulties for me in, t- in terms of navigating relationships okay on that's on me not on anyone else i think emma and i are both actors and we've done shows where the casts are big and you nav- you have to navigate you know your certain relationships with every single person but you're you're working with those people you're being paid to be a professional this is like a tv show and i'm not good with people who are trying to be there to kind of like make their name and kind of brown nose to get up to the front and i would just be like you know you do you Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, like you have to push yourself out there in those situations to get noticed by the lead. Okay. So I think that would be hard for me. I always say that I'd rather be on Bachelor in Paradise or I'd rather be the lead. <laughs> but you have to be on the show in order to get to be the person. Which wasn't always the case, right? I mean, they used I to just so. be like, here's a race car driver. Yeah, I think in the beginning. And now I almost like wish that would be a season. Like, let's just bring like a really great person on the show and say who wants to date him because i'm tired baggage right. of past seasons right but i think they're also like well these people have a following already right so we're gonna naturally have that that following it's so interesting <laughs> i feel like there must be people who like i remember really specifically i am from wisconsin originally and there was this guy who had graduated a couple of years ahead of me and he came back to be like the valedictorian mm-hmm. he was an actor and he'd had like 
very small successes. Like he'd been in a commercial, but he was like a really, he was a really good speaker. Like and his valedictorian speech was great. And he came to speak to like the theater class and just like he had that sort of like it factor. Mm-hmm. And I'm curious if like the people, and he never got very famous. Like he was weirdly friends with Charlie Sheen and was sort of like around his house during his like whole breakdown, like right. how many years ago. But so he never really like broke out and like mm-hmm. became famous, right? But if you'd asked me, like, who from your high school is going to be famous, it was like that guy. Like, he's just got this yeah. spark. He's like, got this, whatever. And so I'm wondering if that's sort of like what this new level of reality fame has brought to people is like people who probably do have something very intriguing or very like, um, you know, draws people to them, like mm-hmm. that sort of spark again, mm-hmm. that it factor. But if they're like not trying to be like, maybe I'll be Tom Cruise, like maybe they just like aim for the reality level of fame and that's and that's why they like intrigue so many people and that's why right. they do get these followings really fast. Like, cause that, to me, I think it's crazy. Like you see all these people on Bachelor where like yeah. nobody knew who they were two months ago and all of a sudden they have like 500,000 followers and they're like, hey guys, I'm here talking about my new FabFitFun box. Yeah. Like, but they, they really do capitalize on it. Yeah. And I, I think that maybe there's just too many people with the it factor and not enough like actual substance. Yeah, and like not or I longevity. Mean, longevity, yeah, mm-hmm. maybe. So like they kind of are like, all right, well, I'm gonna shoot for this like middle ground, and I'm just gonna milk it for all it's worth. I think part of it might be it's the in, for lack of a better word, easiest way to fame that mm-hmm. instant fame, that instant hit of it. Whereas you know people that are looking for, let's let's say an example, an actor are looking for they're doing it for the craft, not necessarily for fame. They might still get fame. They're looking for a long career, not necessarily how much money can I make right now with the amount of followers I can get in one day. And I think that like, that's kind of where that reality TV celebrity kind of sits. And then you have like the, the people I think that are, they have a little bit more longevity to their career and their celebrity. They could go on for 20 years. Whereas I don't think we'll be talking about the same bachelor celebrities in 20 years. can you, you know right now they're sitting there being like, but maybe, but maybe, but, but who knows? Maybe they'll capitalize on something else and use, use it as a stepping stone rather than just stay totally with what they're doing. Yeah. And I think, uh, again, speaking to that it factor, like there probably are a lot of people with the it factor that can't actually act like you or am or can't sing or mm-hmm. can't like, like don't actually have a discernible talent again, other than maybe like being right. a really great, just being hygienist. popular. Yeah. Right. And so like, <laughs> maybe that's what's right for them is like, that. yeah, they yeah. can't actually springboard it into something that gives them fame above and beyond just being themselves. Right. But if that's enough for people and if they, mm-hmm. you know, are going to use if their you can code make a living to do that, box, do it. I mean, less. so many of these bachelor people have used it to give them, give them and their families a better house, totally. better, better job. Like they have great setups. And I'm like, you know what? Sometimes that's what I want to when I'm traipsing through the rain in New York city, oh <laughs> like yesterday. Oh, it was awful <laughs> yeah, no, you're totally right. Yeah. So yeah, I think in that way, like, again, I don't really watch it, but I do respect the hustle. Mm-hmm. Like for these people who maybe they honestly are coming on to find love. Maybe they like think this guy is super cute and like believe they're destined to be together. But I mean, probably a good amount of them are also like, I am going to leverage the hell out of this. Yeah. Well, a lot of people have said they, they, they just go on for an experience. They, they don't even think of any more of I'm going to go on for love. They're like, if I get love, that's amazing. Of course I mm-hmm. want, and everyone wants that. You know, we go just out for the day when you're single thinking, oh, maybe today I'll find love. So like you're on your own bachelor TV show when you're out there on your own. Maybe it's healthier that way, right? Yeah. 
instead and then put instead of putting expectations on it and you're devastated night one these people that are like crying night one when they put so much expectations on themselves to do better and it's not always how it works do you watch unreal like the lifetime show no. that's uh oh my gosh that's like really? about yeah the, the scripted yes. version yeah i'd be really curious to hear what you think of it because you do see a lot how the producers are you know pulling the strings behind the scenes of mm -hmm. like we're gonna make this girl the bad girl and we're gonna make this guy the bad you know like yeah. the one that everybody wants him to her to end up with whatever it is so i'm it makes me curious like when you're watching the bachelor or watching the bachelorette mm -hmm. or bachelor in paradise like how much that goes into play yeah and do you does it even bother you like do you care if like that girl probably is a really nice girl in real life, but they're just editing the hell out of her to make her look bad. Like, do mm -hmm. you care or do you just buy into it? You're like, cool. I think if you're smart enough, you can see that that's what's happening. If you, if you've kind of educated yourself enough on the bachelor franchise, yeah. you know, we talk about that a lot. We're like, okay, well we saw that we didn't really like it, but I wonder if that was just an editing trick. Like let's, let's not go full on this person and, and think they're the worst person on the planet. And like, let's take a step back and remember that there are other people that have put this clip in front of us for a reason. Yeah. And sometimes you can catch them cause they don't, they do kind of a sloppy job editing sometimes. Really? If you're looking closely, you can, especially in bachelor in paradise, like they're wearing clothes from like two days before, but they're showing it now the following week and i'm like that was the same swimsuit she wore last week whoa so this conversation must have happened then not now but they're using it now because it feeds into the narrative of the episode they do that on the cut with keeping up with the kardashians they have mm -hmm. keeping up with like continuity errors or yeah. something like that and yeah they'll say like well they're having this conversation about scott but it was actually two weeks after the thing that you know scott did that they're talking about like yeah like they definitely uh, i mean they have storylines that they're like we're going to have this be the story this week right and so we're gonna and need I think, you to go on that couch and talk about it even right. though it already happened mm -hmm. or blah 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 and i think that's like a healthy way of watching these reality television shows is remembering don't get swept up in it yeah i mean you you still will at some point but like you need to remember that this is made by a major corporation and it is a tv show yeah. and yet it may be unscripted but they're going to edit it and they're going to manipulate the situations and i think that's once you realize that because sometimes i see on our instagram people will comment on pictures or something that will post and they think that they're talking to the person in the photo Ooh. and i'm like you know this is not their account right and they go off and i'm like okay first of all it's just like it's sometimes i just think people need to stop and think before mm -hmm. they get so swept up into this french and i'm someone who loves it and yes. i'm like doing creative outlets about it and you need to stop and think a little bit and rem and remember reality even though this is reality television sure which obviously the listeners can't see it but you mm -hmm. just put that in quotes because yeah. it is kind of a ridiculous thing to even call any of this reality anymore. right but yeah i mean i think the the having that self-aware uh notion of i can like this and also find it ridiculous or like right. i can like this and also know that it's not really what's maybe going on behind the scenes like that's probably the best way to enjoy it yeah yeah and just remember that you're entertaining yourself and it's all for entertainment yeah um, which is so funny to me and to your point i mean like the name of this podcast is like it's like the basic bachelor like i think that ugh, i i have like a love-hate relationship with that word because right to me it's just like liking things that you like mm -hmm. that's it's like the term guilty pleasure like i think that's stupid like right. if i like country music then i like country music and i don't feel guilty about it right but i think um like we've been taught that to be basic is bad and it's mm -hmm. uh, i think it gets really convoluted and i think it's really demeaning to women yeah. to be like so sorry that I like a pumpkin spice latte when it's 
October, like, so sue me, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Well, I think that's so interesting, and I, I was actually going to ask you something like this in one of our last, our, like, last questions. Um, it's definitely a term that is associated with women. Yeah. M- definitely way more than men. And, and I wonder, like, why? Where did this, like, term basic come from? First of all, I remember hearing it maybe a few years ago, and I remember when people started talking about it, I was like, I don't, what are you talking, where, who created this? Yeah. Why can't we just like, (laughs) oh, most definitely since it's towards women. Um, I never really hear it about straight men for that, like at all. Um, Men in general, I'm not sure, but it's mostly always directed towards women. And I think Emma and I are like, for a while you're like, okay, I'm not, I don't want to be basic. But then once you just own up to it, you're just like, whatever, I'm just going to have this pumpkin slice place latte. I'm going to take this photo from my Instagram. I'm going to work hard on my Instagram. Like, just let me live. Like mm-hmm. life's so short. Just let me live. Yes. And it's funny. So I run a men's lifestyle site called Style Girlfriend. And mm-hmm. like, if there were any sites sort of directed at a basic guy, like ours might be categorized as it. Yeah. And we like get shit. We get like um, you crap. Can, you can, I didn't you know. Can curse. Okay. It's okay. All right. We get shit on from like <laughs> hashtag menswear type sites sometimes mm-hmm. because they're like, oh, really? You think that that J. Crew shirt would look nice? And it's like, yeah. I yeah. Do. Like, we think that that's a affordable solution and it's stylish and it's, mm-hmm. you know, cut well. So, yeah. Like, we don't always have to break ground every time we put right. on clothes in the morning. Exactly. Like, not everybody needs to wear like a mm-hmm. Kanye West like tunic down to their knees and, you know, $6,000 Alden boots. Like, right. Not everyone can afford that. Not everyone mm-hmm. has the body for that. Not everyone has, you know, the the wherewithal or the inclination to be so trend focused and right. like that's okay. And so I think that's another reason that I've really, again, I bristle at the idea of basic because even if it's not really used towards men, I, like I feel a sense of um, like possessiveness of, around our followers that right. I wouldn't want them to feel bad for liking things that everybody likes, you right. know, for buying your clothes at the mall. Like that's fine. Yeah. I mean, I'm, and they're reaching out to you for a reason. They're reaching out for help already. You don't want to scare them off by thinking, oh, we're just, you know, this is the basic site. Because right. they, they're in tune think, oh, this is a negative word. Yeah. Um, when they reach out to you, what exactly happens? Because I, I was on your website and I love it. I was like, this is amazing. I need to send this to my boyfriend right now, even though he'll fight me again on it forever. Oh, boy. Um, no, he won't. Um, but I need to send him to you. Um, what, what happens once they reach out for the service of helping for your helping of your service? Wow. Words. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's interesting. So we started as like purely content, right? Mm-hmm. So it's, you know, a new post every day and right. you'll learn something about how to, you know, uh, buy your first suit or like a roundup of 20 fall sweaters that we think are great. Mm-hmm. But also like we put something up today on like advice, like good advice that you've taken out of bad relationships, you know? Okay. So there's a lot too on, it's not just how you dress that makes mm-hmm. you a stylish guy. It's like how you act. And right. especially again, in like the year of our Lord 2018, like how you act around women is mm-hmm. something that is both talked about all the time. And somehow also like there's still confusion and there's still question marks and fear. And like, people don't want to have like hard conversations. Right. So that was sort of how we got our start was just like, you know, we joke like that we're like building an army of better guys, but it's Mm -hmm. true, right? Like you feel more confident when you look good and you feel more confident when you like have an icebreaker to say to a woman at a party, or you feel more confident when you like know how to engage in a good conversation without talking too much, but not talking not enough, Mm -hmm. you know, like there's, they both go into that. Right. And so the shopping service was launched out of the idea that these guys were saying like, 
look, we come here for style advice, but also like I have like soccer player thighs or I'm really short or I'm really tall or I live in a small town and mm -hmm. I, you know, don't have a lot of options. Like it just became something where we wanted to offer even more personalized support. Right. So the shopping service is sort of like a um, antidote to like the trunk clubs of the world, which are like, mm. look, we only carry these brands and if they don't you know work for you you're sol and yeah. like yeah they're quote unquote free but also like everything is full price and we make our money on the back end so we're incentivized to sell you 10 pairs of chinos if you really just want one pair of chinos. right right so for us we're just saying hey let's get on a skype conversation tell us about your goals tell us about your like insecurities tell us about your budget mm -hmm. and then we just go out and do the shopping for them so we just make it that much easier right, right. and so whereas again on the site you might find 20 fall sweaters we're gonna say, hey, here's two sweaters, and here's one that's a little more expensive, and here's one that's a little cheaper. We like them both for you. Right. Like they're gonna look great because your hair color is this, and your eyes are, you know, whatever it is. And so, we attach a fee to it, just in the same way that you'd attach a fee to like a personal trainer, right? Right. Like, could you work out by yourself? Sure. Might you get the results you want faster by working with a professional? Yeah. <laughs> so that's, I mean, that's really how it works. Like once we've talked to them, then we just send that shopping list, and it's like, hey, buddy, you can get everything on this list or you could get none of it but mm -hmm. we don't it's not really um it doesn't do us good one way or the other and so right. i think that that's like helps engender a level of trust that you don't necessarily get from those again quote unquote free styling services mm -hmm. where they're like pushing product on you because that's how they make money yeah well and and i think with yours it's more of a collaboration and i think it teaches them how to do it on their own in the future totally. and i think that's way more important than just getting a box delivered to your door of this is what your stylist picked out for you, which is fun because you're kind of like, this is a present. But I like that it's it's educational. Yeah. And I know that for me, when I go on some of these style blogs, I am definitely doing it because I'm trying to learn about something. But then I get overwhelmed. I'm like, how do I how do I make this a reality in life? Like, okay, now I need to go to a store and find that and remember what they said. And I think you offering that service kind of takes the anxiety out of shopping, which so many women and men have in general. Yeah. And I feel like that's why sometimes men don't have, you know, I've watched so much Queer Eye over the past, like, you know, six months. And so, so much, so many men have anxieties over just stepping in the show, in the store. So oh they my just gosh, don't totally. And they yes. just get stuck in, in ruts. It's super emotional to mm -hmm. put yourself out of your fashion comfort zone. Right. And that's true for men and for women. Like, I hate shopping for jeans. Mm -hmm. Like, I just do. It makes me think about my butt. And it makes me think, I, oh, I should have done more squats or I shouldn't have had that cookie last night. Like, yeah. I hate it. And it makes me feel a way. And I, I can know that. But I can also be like, but I need new jeans. Right? Right. And so for guys, I think that there's just that additional emotional barrier of, like, I'm not even supposed to care about how my butt looks in these jeans. Right. But I do. And so then they have to get over this, like, perceived stigma of even caring about your personal appearance. And again, it's 2018, but like there's a lot of guys that still feel like, well, I'm not supposed to, like that's not manly to care about mm -hmm. style or that's right. not, you know, that's not for me. And so a lot of guys end up hiding in this idea of like, well, clothes shouldn't matter. And it's like, okay, like maybe your personal appearance shouldn't matter, but like we do live in the world and it does. Mm -hmm. And so if we can all just acknowledge that, like then maybe you can be more honest and be like, I acknowledge that appearance matters, but I'm too freaked out or I'm too scared or I'm too overwhelmed to like do something about fixing mine. Right. And so then, you know, you hide behind this sense of like, you know, anybody who cares about clothes is stupid or like right. superficial or blah, blah, blah. And it's like, no, like I don't care about 
fashion with a capital F. Like we don't really talk about like what went down the runway this season, Mm -hmm. but we do talk about the idea that like when you look like a million bucks, you feel like a million bucks. And it literally has ripple effects in like every area of your life. Like Mm -hmm. it affects whether you're going to ask that cute girl out at, you know, the bar, or it's going to affect whether you ask your boss for a raise. Like how you feel about yourself is like the first step towards changing your life. And some people do that through fitness, right? Like they could just as easily be like, okay, I'm going to find this fitness blog and I'm going to like learn from the fitness blog how to be fit. Mm -hmm. And that's great. Or eating better or whatever it is. But like for us, like we think it's really fun to be able to say, you literally don't have to change anything about yourself. All you have to do is like tuck your shirt in today or you have to like upgrade from sneakers to, you know, maybe a nice boot with your jeans and you already have it in your closet and you know it could work, but you just have never tried it. Like you can make these like really small changes today that like will have a total immediate impact. Right. And we hear from guys all the time where they're like, I literally did this one thing and like every single person in my office was like, oh, (laughs) even if it's just like getting a nicer haircut than you usually do, Mm -hmm. you know? And then that, that sort of eggs you on to be like, okay, well, if that wasn't so bad, so maybe I can do this next thing and then Mm -hmm. this next thing and then Mm -hmm. this next thing. And I love that. I think so much of the conversation around self-esteem and just tiny tweaks to your lifestyle is around women. And I, and I, I wasn't even aware of, of how much you have on the blog. That's just besides clothes and fashion. It is, there are dating tips. There are, you know, what you said, just thinking about going in for an interview that all those things are so important. And I, and I almost forget because there's been the society teaches us that, you know, men are supposed to be strong. They're supposed to take care of themselves and other people, but we have to take care of them too. And I have to think back to, you know, when you, when I'm in relationships, you know, you want to take care of them. And sometimes that turns into, okay, I'm going to take care of you by upping your fashion game a little bit and making you feel a little bit better. But I get into the place of like, I don't want to offend him by saying, you know, you don't necessarily look bad. I just want to make it even better. So do you have any like tips for the girlfriends of the world who are trying to kind of push their men in that direction? Yeah, it's interesting. When we dug into like our audience, we expected it was just like 100% like all single guys, Mm -hmm. right? And it turns out like a quarter of our readers are women. Okay. So they're either like passing along those information, you know, those articles or they're like just, you know, slipping in the intel uh, mm-hmm. to their, their boyfriends and their husbands. But also the, a lot of our readers have wives and girlfriends at home. Mm-hmm. So like our male readers. And so what's so interesting is like, again, we just figured it would be only guys who didn't have anyone to go to for help. But to your point, like, I think women are a little anxious about talking to their male partners about their style because yeah they don't want to offend or they don't think they'll really be heard in a way that's not nagging Mm -hmm. and men like I said don't really want to ask for directions or they do feel um like they're being belittled if they were to you know ask for help or Mm -hmm. you know um like it makes them insecure and so yeah like we are this crazy safe space for like men to come if they don't want to have to ask the people in their life you know maybe they don't want to go to the bar and like see their buddy and be like, hey, bro, those are great jeans. Where do I get those jeans? Like, <laughs> he probably doesn't want to do that. And yeah. then the same thing, he probably doesn't necessarily want to say to his girlfriend or his wife, like, hey, do you want, will you go shopping with me? Like, mm-hmm. some will, and that's great, and more power to them. But, like, there's a lot that don't necessarily want to have to do that. So, right. um, so yeah, it is interesting, that dynamic. Uh, and then in terms of advice, like, I do think – for women, it is a really fine line because, yeah, you don't want to be perceived as nagging. Like, oh, my God, honey, are you seriously wearing those bootcut jeans mm-hmm. again? Like, can you just throw those out? Like, I just think you have to be super careful. And this is true in, like, any aspect of a relationship to, like, 
speak truth and love. Mm -hmm. Like you have to be like honest, but also in a way that doesn't make the person feel like you're making fun of them right. or um, being like, oh, you're such a bozo for not knowing this. Right. Right. Like I never learned to change a tire. So if someone was like, hey, go change this tire, I wouldn't know where to start. Mm -hmm. And so in the same way, like I think women for better or for worse were raised like reading all these fashion magazines being like, here's how to look slimmer. Here's how to accentuate your mm. this. Here's how to, what colors to wear for your skin. Like we were raised with like just this inoculation of like appearance matters and here's how to, you know, make yours better. Right. And so we know all that for better or worse. And like guys don't really like they look at GQ and it's like LeBron James on the cover and like a $6,000 suit. And they're like, well, I don't look like him and I can't afford that. So what do I do? Yeah. Like they don't necessarily have like the high low mix or like mm -hmm. the save and splurge. Like, I, I actually really get a lot of inspiration from women's magazines for Style Girlfriend because I do think it's a lot better about being more uh, democratic about style. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I've never opened a men's wear sure. magazine to really even know like what is even going on. I mean, I'm sure you guys have done all of the research into men's trends in fashion, but it's just super aspirational. Like, imagine if every magazine for women was Vogue, you'd want right. to kill yourself. Yeah. You'd want to fucking kill yourself because mm -hmm. you're like, okay, well, I'm not. Kate Blanchett wearing an Armani Privé suit right. mm -hmm. to like the grocery store. So what am I supposed to do? Mm -hmm. And I think like magazines like Glamour, magazines like InStyle, like they're just better about being like, here's this top from Talbot's and yeah, here's a Gucci bag. But like, you know, like yeah. we're acknowledging that you spend a bunch of money on some stuff and you don't spend so much on others. And mm -hmm. like, hey, here's what to do if your hair is curly and here's what to do if it's Yeah, straight, that, that kind like, of stuff was groundbreaking to me yeah. when I first started get, being interested in anything. Because growing up, I was this tomboy who wore a t-shirt and shorts or jeans Same. to school every day. So like <laughs> my mom was like pulling her hair out. Do you want to come shopping? No, like, please don't ever take me. So like the second I kind of secretly decided like I wanted to care, those magazines were everything I needed. And I can't imagine being a young boy who is interested in trying to look nice but all they're shown is, you know, T-shirts and shorts or that suit option. And they're like, where do I even start? Or they don't want their mom to dress them anymore. And so they, then all of a sudden they're adults and they're in college or they're out of college and they're in the workforce. And they're like, I have absolutely no idea what I'm doing. Totally. And their dad takes them to like Joseph Abood and yeah. buys them like a $10 like suit that's 10 sizes too big. Yeah. Yep. Like, oh, and they're well, like, the they can tell that's sizing not right. suits is driving me insane. It's bad. Yeah. And so they just don't have the... Um, they don't have the education. And that's, mm -hmm. again, that's nobody's fault. Yeah. It's just, and in some ways it's bad that women are so like, not bad, but it's unfortunate that women are, have it so ground into their brains. Right. That there's pros matters. and cons yeah. to everything. You know, we've been shoved this, there's the psyche behind all of it. We could, you know, you get, people could talk about that for days, which I'm, I can't even, I'm not qualified enough to even discuss. <laughs> um, but I love that. I think, I want more women to encourage men into that kind of idea of, you know, using your, your platform and your website into that, but also just in general, like it's okay to just look nice. Yeah. It's okay. Some days I walk around in sweatpants. Sure. We all want those days, but that's what I think when men are like, oh, my, especially my boyfriend's like, oh, you please, you don't have to wear makeup. It's fine. You don't have to look nice. I'm like, no, but like, I want to look nice for myself. And I want to feel better and better things are going to happen for me today if I try a little bit. And of course, there are days I don't and I'm totally fine with it. So I, I think it's OK to say that to men, too. And I love I love that we're having this conversation. Going back to what we were talking about earlier, the term basic, I was always wondering, because it's such a female centered word, 
Do you think there are like basic moments that men go through when they're like with when you kind of interact with them in this kind of clothes world? Oh, wow. Fashion world. Do they have like have you noticed like trends of men being basic on, oh, I want, you know, this option? Yeah. I mean, I think it's interesting. Like, I think I think in the realm of brands, Mm -hmm. right? Like what brands are basic. Right. And a lot of people would argue J. Crew is basic. Mm hmm. And we put a lot of J. Crew on the site and yeah. it gets a lot of clicks. And it's so classic we, stuff. Yeah. And it's affordable and mm-hmm. it's, you know, uh, it's not necessarily fashion forward, but it's trend forward, right? right. Like, um, you know, it's slimmer cut suits, it's slimmer cut, uh, like sports shirts, things mm-hmm. like that. Nice, you know, wrinkled chino, like that kind of a, Yeah, a I want to know vibe. where these brands got these like basic labels. Do you think it's because of them being affordable or because they're mass produced and they're so popular that people yeah, it's have labeled them? I think that's what's so weird about like the term basic basically just means popular. Hmm. And right? So people are just trying to be hipsters all the time. Right. And they want to be too <laughs> cool for stuff all the time. Right. And it's exhausting. Mm-hmm. So I would rather, again, like what I like. And so J. Crew is probably considered basic at this point. Like Todd Snyder is sort of like the new J. Crew. And so mm-hmm. like anybody that's like, oh, I got this like gray crew neck sweatshirt from Todd Snyder. It's like, of course you did. Right. Like, but again, if it looks nice and it makes you right. feel good and you can afford it without going broke, like God bless. Right. I don't understand because it shouldn't matter where you get your clothes to me to me i'm like i some there's one we, we were doing a podcast and i took a photo with the guest and we put it on twitter i think anchor retweeted it and i was in this like green army green jumpsuit Cute. and a few people on twitter were like oh my god where did you get the jump, jumpsuit and i was terrified to tell them because i got it at walmart oh <laughs> and i was like uh do i i can't lie like this doesn't exist somewhere else yeah but in my brain i'm like they're gonna think i'm not as cool anymore or they're not going to like it anymore because I got it at Walmart for $20. Oh my God. I was like just talking to my therapist about that yesterday. Like, yeah, you don't want to feel judged. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm working on that. I'm working on just being like, I like this thing and you think it's stupid and I don't care. Like, right. or what, like whatever right. that might be. Mm-hmm. Or like, I'm, I think this way about this thing and it might not be the popular opinion, but that's how I feel. Like yeah. I'm trying to own my thoughts and feelings a bit more, but it's <laughs> tough. It is. So did you end up telling people? Oh, yeah. I mean, I was finally like, just do it, Kristen. And they were like, yes, love, uh, low, low cost choice. And I was like, okay, so calm down. You turned this into nothing. Um, But yeah, I think just that whole. I love that we had this like basic philosophy, like discussion today. That was not where I thought this was going to (laughs) go. But Emma will be thrilled Um, because we both feel the same way. That's why we say it all the time. Like we're basic and we're okay with it. And I kind of use this self-deprecating humor to kind of get through it because people will like that when we talk about basic. And I don't really associate with people who are like, oh, basic is horrible because I think (laughs) we're trying to we're kind of turning the wheel on that one. Yeah. Do you have a personal story about you being basic anytime recently? Oh, gosh. Mine is that I, this isn't that basic, but it, I mean, it is. I went on Pinterest the other day because I wanted to use my crock pot for the first time. And I just like searched base uh, crock pot meals and picked one and made one. I felt very domestic and very basic for being on Pinterest. Oh my gosh, um, do you have that's such a good one. I literally <laughs> have my crock pot going right now cooking some chicken. Yes. I'm hoping it's not burning down my apartment. <laughs> um, oh gosh, that's so interesting. Uh, I will say I'm super basic when it comes to music. Okay. Like I am not someone who wants to go to some 
club at two in the morning with 20 other people and see this rapper or, Mm -hmm. you know, musical act who probably in six months is going to be top of the charts. And I will be able to be like, oh, I I like them before they were cool. I am not that person. I like people when they get cool. Yeah. Like, because I heard it on Spotify's, like, whatever, like top 40 list. Uh So for me, like, that's something where I have to defend that a lot that I... I'm never ahead of the curve mm-hmm. on that. I'm super, super basic when it comes to music. And I'm just very comfortable being like, yeah, pop music. Again, it's literally shorthand for popular. popular yeah. And like, there's nothing <laughs> wrong with that. So whether it's like Carly Rae Jepsen or whether it's like country music or whether it's, you know, BTS or something like, right. I'm just like, yeah, I can work to it or I can work out to it mm-hmm. and I can, you know, sing along. Like, who's mad at that? Like just last night I tweeted that, 1989 still slaps. Like, I still listen yeah. to that Taylor Swift album. It's mm-hmm. great. And, like, I'm not going to apologize for that. Like, she's probably, like, the, you know, what you look up in the dictionary under basic. Like, there's probably yep. a picture of Taylor Swift there. But, like, <laughs> I don't care. Taylor Swift is great. She's yeah. a really talented songwriter. And her songs make me feel feelings. So that's that, probably my that's most me basic with, moment. That's me with country music because I like yeah. country music. Same. And I remember one time I was on a first date. And they're like, oh, what kind of music do you love? And I was like, this is my worst nightmare. Um, and I told him, I was like, oh, you know, I kind of like went in with this this story as to why I like country music. And he was like, you know, you, you just you like apologize yeah. before you even told me what it was. He was like, so, so don't apologize when you say that. And I was like, oh well, hello. Like- I say that to my team all the time. I'm like, don't <laughs> apologize. Don't apologize. Don't apologize. for. Any- I mean, for like if for it's anything. raining, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. If you got here late, then yeah, apologize for that. But like, don't apologize for stuff that's not worth apologizing for and isn't your fault. Don't apologize for having opinions and just being yourself. Yeah. But you're, I totally see where you're coming from because I notice that people, when you ask them what kind of music they like, the default is like, oh, pretty much like everything but country. And you're like, well, you're missing out. Yeah. Because country's great. It's kind of like one of the most popular music genres in the country right now. But like, that's fine. Yeah. Um, Like if you've never been to a Kenny Chesney concert, I feel sorry for you. Right. They're great. It's just fun. Mm -hmm. I know. I've been to. I have. I had never been to any other uh, concerts besides country music. Well, that's a lie. I went to Jonas Brothers concerts when I was like in Ah! high school. Um, But that's different than going as an adult. And then I showed up at a Luke Bryan concert and I was like, what is happening And then I went to the Taylor Swift concert when she was here at MetLife a few months ago. And I was like, I was like, thankfully it was such a great concert because I think if it would have been anyone else, I've been like, well, country does it better because we just have a good old time. Wow. Because I don't, we're not there for appearances. Like I want to have fun if I'm going to a concert. I'm spending so much money. I don't want to just like, oh, I'm here to look cool. I want to enjoy myself. Yes. So, oh God. Well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. This was so great. We talked about Bachelor way more than I thought we would. You like interviewed me in the beginning and I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh God, what are my opinions on Bachelor? I tend to do that. <laughs> well, you know, you have your own podcast, correct? Yes, I do. It's mm-hmm. called Undressed uh, and it's our chance to sort of talk about all the hot topics that we don't necessarily get to on Style Girlfriend. Mm-hmm. So we like for the content on Style Girlfriend to be a bit more evergreen, right. right? Like we want you to be able to find something in two months and it's still relevant. Right. So Undressed is our weekly opportunity to be like, oh my God, can you believe this thing happened or that thing happened? And like, hey guys, maybe you've been thinking about it this way, but like from the female point of view, you're being a dick or whatever. Like, you know, maybe think Mm -hmm. about it another way. So especially with everything going on right now, it's really a good opportunity to, again, just sort of engage directly with our audience and be like, hey, take a step back. Yeah. Let's look at this through a new lens. Because again, like I think that that's what, uh, what we've, built on Style Girlfriend is like a level of trust where guys who might otherwise think they're being nagged Mm. are able to be like, 
okay, yeah, I hadn't thought about it that way. Okay, that's so, great. Yeah. So guys, listen to Undressed. Uh, it's available wherever you find your podcast. Wherever, yeah, at the grocery store too. Like it's just oh. available at all, like Whole Foods in the tri-state <laughs> region. Yeah, no, uh, everywhere podcasts are available. Yes, you can find Cool, it. amazing. And then your Instagram handle is at StyleGF, yep. right? Mm-hmm. Twitter and Instagram is StyleGF. Yeah, you go men, women, Go find it for your boy. Um, learn some, learn, just learn about yourself too. I think sure. there's so much in, in there to like help learn about fashion and, and what you can educate others. So you guys hit her up on Instagram and Twitter. Um, and thank you so much for listening to the Basic Bachelor podcast. Have a good day. Thanks for listening to the Basic Bachelor podcast with Emma and Kristen. See you next time. <laughs>